Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman. Of course, I got the Disney dentist with me, Dr. Doug. And Doug, how are we doing right now? I'm doing really good, Derek. I hear you had a fun weekend this weekend. I did. I've been posting some pictures on our Facebook and all over my personal page. We had to get a Disney fix in. And sometimes when you live in the Midwest, there's nowhere to go that's Disney related. So we went to Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. So we hung out with Snoopy instead of Mickey. Uh, and, of course, we went to the T-Rex Cafe. If you don't know, Disney Springs has the one of two locations. The other one is in Kansas City. It's my three-year-old son's, one of his favorite restaurants. We checked it out in Disney Springs the last time we went, and he loves it. Glad we got to go back. Here's a funny story, though. The reason why we went, I got a free gift card to the T-Rex Cafe or Rainforest Cafe, and I was like, ah, we're going to be in Kansas City. Let's go. I left the gift card on the kitchen table and I found it when we got back from our trip uh, and so we're gonna have to hold on to it for our November trip to Disney Springs and maybe eat at T-Rex or Rainforest Cafe. Maybe or just another road trip down to KC and uh, use it up there. That's uh, that's the best place for a gift card there. It really is. The only problem with going to Kansas City is you know this there's an Ikea down there and so we decided to eh, just stop at Ikea, and $500 plus later, we left Ikea. So uh, the scary, if we get within, I think for some some people, not me, I know my wife, just you can get sucked right into that store. And so uh, I'll, I'll put a hold on Kansas City again for a little bit. Now, did I see right that you rope dropped the child care at Ikea? Yeah, here's the, we did, except here's the, the another part, is we found out my son is one inch not even a full inch, half an inch, too short to uh, get into the childcare area. So we were completely bummed. So we had to take uh, my son and daughter around with us. They wanted to play, um, but they go everywhere together. So one wasn't going to be with the other, uh, without the other one. So we took them around Ikea. They did a good job. Three hours. They earned their ice cream cones. <laughs> but here we are trying to rope drop the Ikea uh, play center, and they wouldn't let us because my son is... Um, they even said he is too short because of his shoes. So we even too put him short. in. Yep, he's 36 inches. Oh, you have to be 37 inches. Well, and also the same thing happened at Worlds of Fun. Uh, we we're going to do the Ferris wheel, and same exact same thing. He was a half an inch too short, and poor boy just started bawling. So my wife and daughter went on the Ferris wheel, and I took him around the park in the stroller. That that is rough. It's rough being short. Let me tell you and. What kind of childcare center makes you go by height and not like age or potty trained or come on IKEA, what's up with that? I, I don't know because when I looked online it was just potty trained and I was like, Oh great, he's been potty trained for a year and a half, so perfect. But uh nope, I, next time we will drop them we'll once again rope drop it and make sure they're in there for the full two hours. 
That probably helped keep you under budget, though, having your kids with you in the store. Oh, no, because each one of them also got a doll. So they, oh, they, we went by the, the toy area, so each one of them got a doll. Um, they played within the cart while we walked around the store. So we actually did go over budget only based on two ice cream cones and two dolls. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It is. Well... Uh, speaking of kids and things that we like to do, my kids loved meeting Snoopy. Big hugs, lots of great pictures. But today's episode is about character meet and greets because, wow, even in the last decade, have has this been a huge uh, game changer with Disney and how much money and time they are investing. And so I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, character character interactions at each one of the parks, uh, which ones are must-dos, which ones you can hold off. Uh, there's some rare characters that pop every now and then. So what do you what do you say? You like uh, Do you guys like to meet some characters when you're out at the parks? Oh, my wife loves to meet the characters. So do my kids. Um, I think most kids really enjoy meeting the characters a lot more than their parents do. Um, and... If you haven't been to Disney in the last decade, or you haven't been since you were a kid, and now you're planning on taking your kid, um, be aware: meeting characters is a whole different ball game now. When we were kids, I mean, there was just a character. You kind of formed a little mass around them, and you got shoved in front of them, picture, and you got knocked out by the next kid. Now it's orchestrated, um, fancy meet and greets. I mean, they put a lot into them lately, haven't they, Derek? Oh, absolutely, they have. In fact, I was reading the other day on a blog that some of these princesses have about $10,000 worth of accessories. Their their wigs are so authentic. Disney really wanted to make sure that the princesses look like the princesses. And they do a great job. And there's actually uh, training. They go through advanced training. There's a handbook. Uh, they have to stay in character the whole time. And they have to be in character with the other characters. And so, if two uh, princesses cross paths, or if you know, um, you know, we we've seen um, uh, other characters cross paths, how they interact with each other has to be in character, and and so it's really mesmerizing. And the longest lines we have waited in have all been character meet and greets, which for me, dry you know, drives me nuts. When we were, you know, of course, we both went on our honeymoons, uh, and there was probably very little character meeting. Now with kids, that seems to be half of our trip, and we waited in line for almost an hour just to meet Woody and uh, or uh, yeah, Woody and Jesse at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, if you're going to do a lot of character meet and greets, you definitely want to have a strategy. Know which ones to hit at which times. Um, Woody and Jesse are one where the line can like swell and then disappear and swell, and so. They all have kind of their ins and outs um, to help maximize your time and avoid those lines. But yeah, I think characters are where we spend more time in line than with the actual attractions because our game plan for the attractions is a lot more thought out, a lot more math and research has gone into how to rope drop and attack the attractions as opposed to all these characters. Well, now you can even fast pass some of the, the bigger mm -hmm. e almost e-ticket character yeah, meet and absolutely. Rates. Yeah, they're definitely e-tickets. I mean, they're e-ticket characters. Which blows my mind because I think e-ticket, and I want to ride the latest ride. But, uh, you know, when it's when my kids, when my daughter wanted to meet Elsa and Anna and we couldn't get a fast pass, I knew we were going to end up waiting in line sometime that during the day to meet them. And we did. And we only waited about 30 minutes, thankfully. 
But uh, you're going to wait in line meeting some of these characters. Mm -hmm. So let's go around the park, Doug. Talk about kind of uh, some of the uh, more e-ticket characters, maybe some hidden characters, ones you might want to get fast passes with, uh, or and maybe some characters where you can avoid. Uh, but uh, let's uh, just go around the park, shall we? And we can share some stories and some other things. But first, let's talk about the, the original, the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I know there's a couple really good, uh, really good character meet and greets there, and a couple that you definitely want to get fast passes to. So, what do you think? What are the ones that you definitely want to hit up first? Well, in the Magic Kingdom, there's tons of characters. There's a lot with fast passes, and there's a lot without. So, let's kind of run down your fast pass options here. Um, number one is going to be Enchanted Tales with Belle. It's like the most modern state-of-the-art character meet interaction you become part of the show and then you get your meet with bell at the end of it it is not just stand in a line smile for a picture and you're on your way it is a full-on show attraction but it's also the character meet and greet um and it's pretty amazing oh, that's a yeah we rope drop that one and you walk through the wall on everything it's, yeah, it's highly recommended and you're kind of wondering how did that just happen but it did um and that that's a high priority fast pass. If you're interested in meeting Bell, that is definitely the place to do it. Um, the other ones in that park are definitely Mickey Mouse. Uh, he meets in Town Square at the front of the park. So does Tinker Bell. They both have fast passes. Um, let's see. You also have who else has a fast pass over there? Man, I'm I'm losing track of my fast passes here. We got Bell, Mickey Mouse, Tinker Bell. Anna and Elsa move, so no, they're uh, no longer oh, on fast yeah, passes there. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. The princesses, um, you have Rapunzel. It's the only time and place she meets is at Fairytale Hall, and she has a visiting princess with her. And also Cinderella meets in um, Princess Fairytale Hall. Rapunzel and Cinderella meet separately, and then along with them is Tiana or Aurora. So you get two princesses with your fast pass. They both have fast passes, so if you want to meet Rapunzel and Cinderella, then you have to use two fast passes. Um, big thing about Mickey Mouse in the Magic Kingdom is he talks. That's the only um, fur character, so to speak, that talks. Um, kind of a general rule of thumb a face character, like a princess, the lines always move slower because they have conversations as opposed to a fur character, like any of the ones without a talking face, because they don't have conversations. So Whenever you're looking at the line, go, oh my gosh, that's long. Just think about it. Is it a fur character or a face character? And that will kind of dictate how long it takes. But uh, ones without fast passes in the Magic Kingdom that are unique. Jessie um, from Toy Story. The only place you can meet her is in the Magic Kingdom. She meets with Woody. Hidden right back by Splash Mountain, too. They, just, oh. they just moved her. Oh, really? I didn't Okay. Yeah, so now they used to be hidden which was great because there was times her line would be almost non-existent. Now she meets right across from like Country Bears, that area, and Frontierland on the main drag. So there's always a line now. And meets with Woody. Chip and Dale used to meet there. Before Chip and Dale, it was Donald Duck. So who knows who will be there in another six months. We record this right now. Disney loves to mix them up and move them. Um, Aladdin is another character that meets uh, also with Jasmine in Adventureland. Uh, Ariel meets in her grotto. She does have fast pass. She has a fast pass, which yep. we've gotten fast pass. And I would recommend that yep. one too. Basically, all the characters that have fast pass in the Magic Kingdom, 
I recommend it. Um, a lot of them are good fifth, sixth, seventh fast pass usage because they have a lot of availability, especially Mickey Mouse. He's a good one to get a fast pass for. Tinkerbell, maybe not always needed. I was just saying, the princesses Mickey. get uh, filled. I know Ariel fills up pretty quickly. So mm -hmm. uh, if you have a little four year old redhead who loves Ariel, we had to. That's one we had to definitely fast pass. It's an important one. Um, one unique meet in uh, the Magic Kingdom is Gaston. Uh, he meets was not near his there tavern. the last time we were there. Really bad. Oh, man. That one. They just added him out on the West Coast at Disneyland this week, so or last week. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of a unique meet. You don't get too many villains that you get to meet very often, and so he's kind of the only one out and about. Um, there's also lots of characters. Um, you got Mickey or Minnie and Daisy back in the Storybook Circus area. You got Donald and Goofy back Goofy there back as there. well. There's a lot of characters um, right on Main Street, right when you come in on Town Square. Snow White's up there. Pluto's off in there. Marie the Cat. It varies. Yep. Uh, Mer Mary Poppins. Merida, Merida's got uh, right before you get to Tomorrowland. Yeah, Merida is a huge one. That's a the only place you can find Merida, right there in between kind of the castle and Tomorrowland, the teacups. It's on the side little path there. So and a lot Buzz, of meet and greets. Yep, Buzz Buzz is tucked in back in Tomorrowland as well. As you exit Buzz Lightyear's ride, mm -hmm. you can see him off there to the right between his attraction and uh, Carousel of Progress. And that's one that the line is in the blazing hot sun, so that's a joy. That was one we got lucky, and we had no line. We just walked uh, right up. It was great. Our our last time there, we uh, we stood in the sun for twenty minutes. Well, it's funny because we wanted to get a picture with Buzz because you can also meet Buzz in the Toy Story area in the studios, mm -hmm. and that line was well over an hour. We waited for about fifteen minutes. We didn't move, so we gave up. Really, kind of bummed out because. That's Buzz is the only character my son really wanted to meet. And then here we are, nonchalant, stumble upon Buzz uh, in Tomorrowland. We're like, yeah. is, is he got no line? Like, okay, we'll go meet him. And, and it was uh, some of the best pictures we got, my son meeting Buzz. Uh, but yeah, you never know. Sometimes you get really lucky uh, and there's no line. Like the crowds have kind of moved away from that character. Uh, so it's one of those ones where if there's a long line, maybe come back you know, mm -hmm. later in the day. Fluctuates, yep. yep. And uh, one other that I can think of that's kind of unique is um, Alice and the Mad Hatter or Alice and the uh, White Rabbit. They meet near the teacups a lot. And a lot of times when they show up to meet, they will go on the teacups with somebody at the beginning of the day. And uh, then they do their meet and greet. So oh, you could actually ride the teacups with them if you're really lucky. Oh, and another character uh, in Tomorrowland is the Incredible Dance Party. So the only time... Uh, you can meet the Incredibles, who was the ones I wanted to meet, but my kids were not in the mood to dance. But uh, I know a lot of people want to meet them, and that's, I think, I believe the only place you can meet the Incredibles. That is now. Uh, you get Mr. and Mrs. Incredible and Frozone. Frozone. And sometimes there's some other random characters that happen out there. It used to be a Monsters, Inc. meet and greet. So I think the last time we were there, we saw it was an Incredibles dance party. And then here come, like, the B-list monsters. Oh, that's funny. like you know the guy that gets the sock stuck on the back of his. Mm -hmm. Like he was out there dancing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, he fits in, sure. And uh, the other dance parties are a great way to get some other characters. You don't necessarily get a picture with them, mm -hmm. but you get some interaction. 
Um, the parties have a lot of dance parties. One other thing Magic Kingdom has is a secret dance party, and that is the Hoedown Happening. And that happens in Frontierland. It's not on the Times Guide. Um, if you ask a cast member that's just kind of standing around Frontierland out in front of Picos Bills um, and Country Bears in that kind of courtyard area, um, they'll first say, like, I don't know what you're talking about, then be like, no, really, my daughter wants to dance with them. What time, roughly? And they'll, they may give you a hint without telling you. Mm. Um, and so there you get, like, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, some of the Country Bears, um, Clarabelle, and a whole bunch of characters you never see. And so our daughter is named Claire, and sometimes she gets called Clarabelle because, you know, it's Clarabelle, Claire, Claire Bear, as one of her classmates calls her. She's This boy is pretty convinced that's her actual name, is Claire Bear. But uh, so on her third birthday, we found Clarabelle, and uh, we actually got some pictures with Claire and Clarabelle on her birthday at the hoedown happening. Oh, cool. That's cool. That's a good secret tip, and Disney's filled with those uh, secret character and things like that. Anything else at the Magic Kingdom before we move I on? It's got the most going on, so definitely keep track of uh, times. Mm -hmm. The app does a good time, a good job of giving you times um, when it's functioning correctly. Um, also, your times guide, that little piece of paper, it's it is your guidebook to the day, um, and they tell you when people are meeting, when they're not pe meeting. So, really pay attention to that times guide, and that applies to every park. But definitely, the Magic Kingdom has the most moving parts and pieces. Yep, and just be prepared if you have little kids who want to meet uh, any any character, you're going to be waiting in line. And that's one as a parent that it's it's definitely changed in the last ten years. Uh, they're making mm -hmm. a lot of money. They just did a study on on what are some of the top attractions with kids, and it's all character meet and greets. Yeah, it's everybody's favorite, evidently. Uh, yep. So let's move on to uh, Epcot, where we have some more character meet and greets, and, and a big one that just moved on over there. Uh, I'll huh. let you introduce that in a second, but since we'll be going to Epcot with my kids in February, let me know what I need to expect on character meet and greets. Well, your fast pass option with character meet and greets is definitely a lot different than the Magic Kingdom. It's the character spot. At the character spot, you get Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy all right in a row, air-conditioned, really nice. Highly recommend it as one of your fast pass options there. Um, beyond that, then you have Anna and Elsa. There you go, the big one. But they are not fast pass. However, <laughs> there's three sets of them. Yeah, you're supposed to say uh, if little kids are listening, oh, you know, yeah. skip ahead skip 15 there, seconds sorry. right there. Oh man, the minds uh, are blown. Oh, there's man, yep. there's not three of them. I, he's he's crazy. Don't Good listen point. to him, kids. No, uh, yeah. So the line keeps moving. Different rooms. Um, so it's never more than 15, 20 minutes, and the line goes through, you know, a really neat queue. So you have something to look at, something to do as you're waiting for them. That's the, the big character meet and greet. So you got um, character spot, Anna and Elsa, but a lot of the traditional characters are sprinkled throughout Epcot. One character that's a little more rare to find is Daisy. She's not all over the place. She's not at a lot of meals. She's not in all the the normal spots you find lots of characters she's right inside the park um and so is pluto and then um you can find mexican donald in mexico you get mulan in china uh snow white in germany bell in 
France, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine in Morocco. Um, there's probably a few others hidden around there, yeah, but those met, are the big we ones. We met Aurora. I can't remember where back. She used to be in France. Oh, okay. But they have since she's she moved away. Okay. Um, Marie the cat used to meet in France as well too. Uh, one neat thing, character-wise, in Epcot is uh, between Canada and England or the United Kingdom pavilions. There's this like pathway back to this event center, and when they're training people to be characters, that's one place where they'll bring out characters for training. And so you get to see some really odd characters there. And I remember uh, we ran into Rapunzel there one time before Rapunzel was anywhere, and it was like the most exciting thing that a five-year-old girl has ever seen. Oh, cool. So yeah, they'll do some character training there, and you see like the uh, country bears and some of the really weird type of characters that meet in that area. Otherwise, Epcot's pretty straightforward. The one real fast pass option, which I would recommend because you get to meet Mickey and it's the only place you really meet Mickey in his traditional outfit and Minnie in a very traditional outfit because meeting Minnie in the Magic Kingdom, she's dressed up in this circus like poodle trainer mm -hmm. thing. Yep, we so, got those pictures. If you want to meet her in her red and white polka dots, it's Epcot. That's your best choice. Goofy in his traditional, it's Epcot. Um, Donald, not sure where you find him in traditional outfit. I don't know that you can find him I in know, a traditional outfit anymore. I know. I've gotten pictures of uh, C. Donald. I got pictures of, um, oh, what, what is Donald doing at uh, the studios? He was doing something funny. We got a picture of that. But, yeah, I don't know if I have a regular one of Donald. Yeah, so... It, the character spot's really good, and that's one that you see a lot of people use on their Christmas cards and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff because it's the traditional Mickey. And the lighting's really good. There's plenty of space for a big group photo. Um, so it's a really good meet and greet in the character spot. The other big one. Oh, my gosh, I almost forgot, Derek, the new one. You have Baymax and Joy and Sadness also in what's called the character spot, but not in the exact same spot. There's two spots that are character spots. So it's just across the way. And I would recommend um, you could rope drop Joy and Sadness. They get uh, pretty long lines pretty quickly. Um, Baymax, uh, his line's usually about 20 minutes, no matter what. Um, his line does, it moves pretty quick because you can't talk to him. You can't hug him. They make sure you don't have anything sharp on you. Because mm -hmm. let's be honest, he's just a balloon. So, uh, a huggable marshmallow. Yeah, a big marshmallow. So, but Joy and Sadness have had uh, you know 40 to 50 minute waits. Well, that's a good tip. I know a lot of people talk about going to Epcot, especially in the World Showcase, because the lines are pretty short, uh, mm -hmm. except for maybe Anna and Elsa. But uh, like you said, it's usually a pretty quick uh, line to meet uh, Jasmine and Aladdin, and uh, usually some of the other characters are out walking around back there because not a lot of kids in that area. So if you don't get the character you want in the Magic Kingdom, it's good to go to Epcot. But that's uh, really good to know, uh, especially for Baymax. I know he left the park, and now I guess he's back. He came back. And, uh, yeah, yeah he, he's been a couple different places. And they've moved Mulan and Jasmine Aladdin from back in the pavilion. They used to have them way back in their pavilions mm -hmm. to try to draw people in. And I think they finally realized most parents had no idea those characters were back there. So now they're way out where they're visible from the World, Show World Showcase Promenade and um, anybody can see them. So their lines are a little bit longer, but 
you know, if you're going not during food and wine, mm-hmm. it, it's way better than the, the lines you'll see elsewhere for the same princesses. Well, I know for uh, my wife and I, we literally stumbled upon Aurora in the France Pavilion. This is oh, there's a princess here. It just mm-hmm. was like almost out of character. Like, hello, please take a picture with me. I've been standing <laughs> here bored all day. So <laughs> of course we obliged and took a picture. But um, well, that's good that they've brought him out a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that's Epcot for you. Now, one of my favorite places to meet characters, maybe my favorite meet and greet, is at the Hollywood Studios. Uh, and as that park changes and grows, there's going to be even some more and some even better ones. But let's talk about characters that you can meet only at the studios. So, at the studios, we've been starting talking about fast passes. Well, they've gone away with all the fast pass character meet and greets. Which, as a parent, kind of it irks me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like those fast passes for characters. Um, they're set up to do several character meet and greets with fast passes, but right now I don't think the demand's there because of, like you said, the changes. Things are changing over there, so who knows what tomorrow may hold. But they just finished building out um, a new spot for Mickey and Minnie, kind of over across from the Sci-Fi Diner, and it looks pretty neat. You meet them separately, not together. Uh, the line moves pretty quick um, because of that extra Disney magic that we mentioned earlier. And then, it, is it Sorcerer Mickey? I believe so. Yep, Sorcerer Mickey has got like a background with a bunch of brooms and stuff, so it's pretty cool. And it's like Hollywood Mini. Um, and then you have Olaf, who's kind of nearby there. It's the only place you can meet Olaf. Um, right in the central hub, they have a lot of characters like Donald, Daisy, Pluto, Chippendale, Chippendale, and they're in uh, Hollywood attire from like 1920s Hollywood. Um, so there again, Donald's in a special outfit. Um, Buzz and Woody, you mentioned earlier, they're right across from Toy Story Midway Mania. It has a really cool queue, uh, a lot of photo opportunities um, that kind of takes you through the storyboards of Toy Story 2. Uh, which is neat, uh, especially if you like the movies, like the films. Um, it's kind of neat to work your way through the storyboards. Like one scene, you're, you know, with the luggage that's lost, and well, that's Toy Story. Yeah, that's Toy Story too. The luggage that gets lost. Yep. Um, I guess it's one and two because at one point you can strap yourself to the rocket that uh, they use at the end of Toy Story one to get back in the car. But uh, yeah, that's a neat cue. Um, but probably one there's one area that's a big draw character wise and it has two totally different spectrums of characters and you gotta realize right next to each other right next to each adjacent juxtaposed whatever thesaurus we could open for two things next to each other that don't belong you got star wars on your left and disney jr on your right and both are stormtroopers walking by doc mcstuffins Uh uh-huh i mean both character meet and greets are great you gotta have you gotta stop and meet Doc McStuffins, Jake and from the Neverland Pirates, and Sophia the First. I think when Claire first met Sophia, she just stared at her like, oh, I can't believe I'm meeting Sophia, and so her head's like five feet wide. Like, and I, and how I does hear a three year old Tomorrowland is coming too. I he should. I he needs to get out there. I, he's got a long ways to travel though. Uh, it would be interesting if they stuck him in Tomorrowland, since that's you know. That would where make he's sense. From. It would make more sense, but I doubt they do that. But um, so you got the Disney Junior, and then you have Star Wars, and those are two very cool meets. They did an amazing job with the theming and that launch bay, 
and Chewbacca, and right now it's Kylo Ren. It was Darth Vader. They they gave him the axe and they put in Kylo Ren, and then the weight got cut in half, which I don't know what that says exactly, but everybody loves Darth Vader. That and yeah, that's very true. We met. We had time to do one. Of course, we chose Chewbacca. And I'm glad we did because now my daughter's having a Chewbacca birthday party for her fifth birthday. Uh, but it's just really, it's cool. It's huge. Uh, you have to go into a room. It's not like you can see them beforehand. And it looks all Star Wars-y and the pictures turn out fantastic. In fact, both of us have pictures with our families and Chewbacca on our Facebook cover photo on Robe Drop Radio. So if you haven't seen that, go to Facebook, like it while you're there. And you can see pictures of both of us with our families and Chewbacca. Yeah, those are really well done character meet and greets. And it's private. Like, you go in one family at a time. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of get your own little time. Although, I don't know if I want my own private time with Kylo Ren. Going to be honest, it's a little weird. If he throws a tantrum, you're dead. I know. It's no good. It's no good. He's a tantrum thrower. Although, my son throws pretty good tantrums. He could go at it. You just give them a lightsaber. Do the Jedi Training Academy, another way to meet yep. some meet some great characters. And then what I love, though, is the stormtroopers out front, because you can't really get pictures with them except for a selfie, uh, but they, they are out there talking and kind of keeping guard with the place. And Jawas, oh, um, and Jawas kind of free roam inside the launch bay. Um, we're not huge fans of free roaming characters, especially for pictures, and my kids are way too passive. Um, when it comes to that, they get bumped out of the way by by uh, a lot more aggressive kids and a lot more aggressive parents. So we love the characters that have real lines. So. Oh, I agree. And uh, the, what the studios does great, um, another one is a dance party that they have, and they bring in characters that you don't see as often. Mm -hmm. They do lots of different dance party things, and it kind of switches depending on the season. They also have a Club Disney um, area that they built that was built just for dance parties and they operate it seasonally so we'll see what uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas holds because they used it what during spring break and then kind of close it down for the whole summer so hopefully there's more dance parties on the horizon over there hopefully uh, the one thing I do like about dance parties is that we've talked about that's when you get some of those B and C list characters the some that you may well, I even forgot about. I know we got a picture with Sebastian from uh, The mm -hmm. Little Mermaid. And I'm like, oh, man, that's hilarious that he's here. When was the last time yeah. they dusted off that costume? I wonder if it was just a guy in the back, like l literally in the very back of the closet. Like what, what needs to be used that has been used for a while? Almost like on a dare. I dare you to wear Sebastian tonight. <laughs> Throws it off. Yep, I, I like it. That's uh, that's what I would do. But I know Disney really is smart with uh, who can play what character. There's training involved, even for the uh, uh, the fur characters you've mentioned before. Hmm. So, all right. Well, anything else? Did I miss anything in Hollywood Studios? I, th I think we got it covered. Yep, I think we got I them all. Uh, so if you go, if you ever are just there, just look at Star Wars and then look to your right and look at Disney Junior and do what Doug and I both do and have a little laugh to yourself. But uh, let's let's move on to Animal Kingdom. Uh, another one I'll be at here in a few months. I haven't been to in a long time, so I don't even remember a lot of the character meet and greets that you have at the uh, at the Animal Kingdom until we have the Avatar Blue guys. I'm looking forward to that in a year. Yeah, that will be interesting if we do some uh, Avatar meet and greets. Um, so. Animal Kingdom, yeah, the park I probably spend the least amount of time in, going to be honest up front. 
uh, one fast pass opportunity. It's Safari, Mickey, and Minnie meeting together, which is kind of special. Um, you don't get any other opportunities to get the picture with both of them. Um, and so they're in Safari uh, gear. It's pretty neat. And that's a fast pass that we're willing to use there. We will usually get a fast pass for like the Safari, Everest, and then Mickey and Minnie, or depending on what our plan is, you know, we may rope drop one of those and uh, use a fast pass for, say, Dinosaur or Primeval World. But uh, yeah, that's a good use of a fast pass at Animal Kingdom. It can be a slow wait. They do use some Disney magic with multiple things going on there, but uh, it's still with a fast pass, it, it slows down the standby line. Uh, other than that, uh, you have a lot of really unique characters that are hard to find elsewhere in the Animal Kingdom. You have Russell and Doug from Up. Uh, that's one that my wife forces me to do every time we're in Animal Kingdom, is to get a picture with Doug, the dog, um, and they think it's hilarious. And I just stand there and try to smile. I the get best it because it's Doug, Doug and Doug. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's not hilarious at all. But yeah, and so I have to do that me every time. I try to. One time I was like leading us out of the park, and like even Samantha's like, "Dad, this is the long way out of the park. We need to go that way." Like as I was trying to bypass. Uh, even even my you daughter. Need put, you need to put one of those up on our Facebook page now. With this, uh, with this episode me and Doug. All yep. right, fine. We'll we'll all track one. I, they may have all gotten deleted. I don't know. Oh, I'm um, sure if Michelle's listening to this, she'll she'll track one down for me. She'll and yeah. Get a Doug and Doug picture. She so have Flick as well. Meets near uh, you know the Bugs Life Bugs attraction, Life. Mm -hmm. and um, Donald meets back in Dino Land. He's in his safari-looking dino-digging outfit. Uh, Pluto and Goofy meet in Dino Land. Um, I can't really explain what Goofy is wearing. It looks like a tourist safari-type outfit. I don't know. And Pluto, of course, is in a collar. And uh, you get Pocahontas. Uh, meets in Animal Kingdom. That's a, a good one. Rafiki meets back in the Rafiki Planet Watch area. So is Chip and Dale. Um, you know, once Avatar opens, it'll be interesting to see what all moves and uh, shifts Yeah, they'll definitely move there, a though. lot around, I'm sure. I think that's about it. I'm sure someone's screaming at their radio right now going like, ah, you forgot the best one ever. I'm sorry. But I, I'm, where you, I'm, I'm done and usually out once I get forced to take my Doug picture. I, I love it. So, yep, I can't wait to see that picture on our Facebook feed. And, yeah, I look forward to uh, definitely going back to Animal Kingdom with kids. I know the last time we went to Animal Kingdom, before all the construction walls went up, it was just no need. It's a half-day park. And now, hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully here in a couple of years, it's a full-day park. And as these parks grow, they keep adding more and more character meets, uh, I'm sure, Eventually, with the Jungle Book now becoming popular again, maybe Disney Zootopia. Uh, I could see more character greet and greets. I would like to see uh, uh, those characters in there, Nick and Judy. Um, one, there's a couple I forgot. We got uh, Baloo and King Louie. They meet uh, kind of the back of park between Africa and Asia. And also Divine. It's a person dressed up like a vine on mm -hmm. stilts moving... Slowly, I know people will take their picture with Divine. We, we did. We yeah. did on our honeymoon. So I think we can throw Divine in as a character, um, even though sometimes you walk right past Divine. But uh, I think that sums up the Animal Kingdom. 
Wonderful. Well, that's all four of the main parks, but you know what? That's not the only place now that you can meet characters. Before it was, but Disney realized in the last decade that you can meet characters. Uh, people love to meet characters. And so uh, let's talk. Uh, I know we'll get into the cruise line because that's what everyone's thinking I'm going to say next, but I'm not. Let's first start with the resorts. What's, what are some of the big character meet and greets at some of the specialty resorts that you can do? So the resorts are kind of a special thing. At really peak season, um, Easter, 4th of July, Christmas, I'm not sure if Thanksgiving, I think you roll out a couple of Thanksgiving, they will have meet and greets at most of the deluxe resorts. And um, they're usually very themed to whatever holiday it is. So it's a... Uh, the resorts get some pretty special ones, and uh, you know, if you don't have a park ticket, you're not going in the park that day on one of those holidays. It's worth checking out. Um, you know, Twitter is probably the best way to find out if that's happening. Following people like us on Twitter, I'm sure I would retweet that if that stuff's happening. There's lots of other places online to find information about those special meets that are happening, and the resorts are definitely very unique when those do happen and not very often but worth watching out for that's a good tip uh, i know one that everyone's probably screaming at their uh, podcast about is we haven't mentioned anything about meet and greets with the dining but we did an episode on that it was actually episode five character dining so please go back and listen to that but real quick doug uh just mention some of the best character dining for meet and greets um, I like to look at that as where is there a character I can only meet mm-hmm. at that. Um, one would be Lilo. Um, at she only meets at the Poly for breakfast. Um, that's a good one. I like Cape May breakfast because you get uh, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy in their beach attire, which is kind of different. Um, Garden Grill, you get Farmer Mickey. Anytime you get Mickey in a different outfit, it's kind of cool. And, of course, everybody loves um, Chef Mickey's where they're all – you get the Fab Five. And that's the only place you get the Fab Five. And, of course, for princesses, you got Cinderella's Royal Table or Akershes. And your princess mileage may vary depending on uh, the day. They can't but swap if you them want, What I always tell people, if you want to save time – uh, when you're at any of the theme parks, because you will wait in line 30, 40 minutes to meet a princess, get them all done, spend the money, do the character dining, get that special one-on-one time, mm-hmm. and uh, you can end up saving a lot of time in the parks. Yeah, and there's a bunch that, that's the only place to see them. Um, right now, Handy Manny mm-hmm. is the only place to see them. If there's any four-year-olds that even know who he is anymore. We did, we and we got pictures with them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Handy Manny's at Play and Dine, um, with Doc McStuffins and Jake. That's who really needs to get placed, replaced by, uh, Miles. I've heard rumors. I've been, because my kids still like Miles, I've been, that's one that I've been following for a while, and they keep saying, he's coming, he's coming. It's supposed to be this year, but you know Disney with Avatar and Star Wars, it's, uh, this year means next year, which means the year after sometimes. Too many irons in the fire. Um, one place with some unique meets is uh, Crystal Palace because you can meet Winnie the Pooh and Tigger in the Magic Kingdom. Totally forgot about them earlier. But uh, at Crystal Palace, you also get Eeyore and Piglet. So dining is a great way to go if you want to meet a lot of characters. You also have to eat, and you're going to have to meet characters. Why not put the two together? It's a great tip. It's one that I recommend. And 
Of course, uh, I think just the studios alone. We did both. We did the uh, meet and greets, and we did uh, the Hollywood and Vine uh, Disney Junior show. And it's, uh, I realized we could have saved so much time uh, just doing the, the food. But, you know, mm -hmm. kids saw. Sometimes you're going to meet them twice because the kids see them out of the corner of your eyes, no matter if you're trying to uh, you know, walk past them. Oh, we just met them. I know. So we have Daisy Ducks autograph a few times in our books. Uh, for another one, but uh, yeah, those are great tips uh, for character dinings. But yeah. if you want to listen to a full show, we covered it very thoroughly in episode five. So um, after this episode, go back in time and listen to Rope Drop Radio's episode five, character dining, for more on all of the uh, all the places all over, not just at the four parks, but the resorts as well. And then the final one where you can meet characters, the big one is, of course, the cruise ships, which I'm excited. I'll be going on my first cruise here in a few months. And, Doug, you're going, what is it, your fourth one? Fifth. Fifth, fifth one? Fifth one. Uh, 60 days or so. Now, which will be awesome. You'll be sending plenty of character pictures on Facebook and Twitter, so be watching out for that. But, Doug, what is it like to meet all the characters? Because I'm excited. I've heard great things from you and from other friends who have gone. What's it like meeting characters on the ships? Characters on the ships are so much easier to meet than in the parks. You can meet uh, so many characters in just a couple hours on the ship that it would be like your whole five-day vacation in the parks. It's extremely different. Um, short lines, they rotate every 20 minutes. So you get in line for one, and then you get right back in the same line, and you're meeting a different character. You get um, a navigator each day that tells you exactly when and where. So you go five minutes before that character is supposed to appear. You beat the line by being there before the character. You can meet a ton of characters. They also do what's called a princess gathering, that you book a ticket for in advance when you do your online check-in. And you meet like four princesses in a row, or five. I can't remember, but our girls love it. It's just boom, boom, boom. So they still get to interact. They still take their time. Um, the cast members on the cruise ship kind of go above and beyond the cast members on land. Uh, sorry, cast members on land, but the, the ones at sea are like the cast members plus or something. And so some of the best character interactions we've had have been at sea. Um, they also get a special ticket for Anna and Elsa, and they use um, the restaurant animators palette where they have all the screens and special effects. So you got like snow like in the background and the ice castle and you know special lighting, and so it's a pretty special meet and greet. And it's you get to meet them together. Um, beyond that, you get a lot of different outfits. We talked about how characters are in different outfits, so you get Sailor Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, Daisy. Goofy, just in Chip and Dale, you get those characters a lot. That that main core, you get them as sailors. Formal night, they'll be all dressed up. Mickey will be in his captain's outfit, which is really neat to meet Captain Mickey. And then you also have Pirates' Night, where they're all in their pirate outfits. And like, it's not just those characters. There's also Stitch, um, Tinkerbell, Captain Hook, um, Peter Pan, all kinds of characters throughout the whole cruise. Um, some of the ships have Marvel characters, like you get Captain America, Spider-Man, um, they've done a Star Wars Day at Sea where there was a whole day of Star Wars characters. Not a ton of meet and greets on that one, but there were some. So, it, the cruise ships, if I sounded like I got excited about characters for the first time during this whole episode, it's because meeting characters on the cruise ship is so much easier. 
Oh, I can't wait. And, and you brought up Star Wars. I know we want to do the Star Wars Day at Sea, and I've heard they're going to be adding more character meet and greets to that. But what about any, any unique characters that you only get on the ships? Boy, only on the ships. You know, it's the only place to see them in those outfits. That's for sure. Pirate Stitch. I mean, you're not going to see Pirate Stitch yeah. anywhere. Um, we had... Peter, so there was one year, Claire carries around a stuffed animal a lot. One year it was Crocky from uh, the Tinkerbell movie when Crocky was in, I don't remember the exact Tinkerbell movie, but Crocky was a character, which for those that don't know, that's baby TikTok Croc. Mm. It's Crocky. All right. So she's carrying around this stuffed animal on Pirate Night because she was the, um, she was Izzy, I think, from Jake and the Neverland Pirates, carrying around a crocodile, you know. And uh, she showed Peter Pan the crocodile, and Peter Pan ran up the, the stairs in the atrium and chased around Captain Hook with this crocodile. It was pretty hilarious. Um, you know, Rapunzel's on the ships. She's easy to meet. You've got Genie is on the ships. He's not very often that you get to meet him on land. I know we've met Genie on the ships. Um, I've heard a lot of the. I was going to say, I heard uh, Jack Sparrow is hanging out at Castaway Key now. Yeah, Jack Sparrow, um, Pirates Night. Um, that meet, though, that is one that's a little more Disney World-like. The line is long and ridiculous. But on uh, Castaway, he's wandering around. You can get your picture with him. Um, you can get him during the, the parties, the Halloween party. But, uh, yeah, Jack Sparrow's is probably one of the more unique ones. Um yeah, um, our next sailing is a Christmas, a merry time Christmas one. Um, I know on the Halloween sailings they'll have like uh, Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas, and those you can only get during the parties as well. So um, the Christmas party you can meet Santa Jack, and during the Halloween party you can meet Jack and Sally together. But um, there's some Pixar meet and greets I've seen. I think it's. The Magic or The Wonder, one of the two has more Pixar characters. And, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of different pictures from other cruise ships, but a lot of really unique outfits. Well, that's awesome. I know, uh, just looking forward to that. And I know Disney keeps adding, I'm sure, with uh, a couple of the ships getting refurbed. And now with another ship, even another two ships being built, you're just going to see so many more characters, uh, more unique characters. And I bet uh, the cruise line even has. If you just wait, Pixar is going to come out with some sort of a movie on a ship, and you're going to get those too. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, you know, the two characters we didn't mention uh, are Lightning McQueen and Mater. Uh, I they moved out of the uh, Hollywood Studios. I was a little bummed out about that, but they are kind of they're now at California Adventure. Yeah, you can't can't meet them on the East Coast anymore, and they're definitely not on a ship. Nope, I'm not going to bring those in. So I, I heard ship and I thought cars, planes, that's kind of yeah. how my mind just went right there. It would be uh, neat just, to see Dusty Crockhopper land somewhere too. But yeah, the California Adventure has um, those two. And they're awesome meet and greets there because yep. they move and they talk. They talk to you. Uh, where in Florida, they were just basically like statues. So if you really want to meet them in Florida, you go to the Art of Art Animation. Of animation. Yeah. Hey, you pose next to the little statue. Um, also a way to meet Nemo. Uh, art of animation. Oh, there's all sorts. Uh, you can go. You can find Nemo's over at uh, Petco anytime. So that's uh, true. That's to get a picture with Nemo. But <laughs> uh, but no, that's some great tips. And then uh, real quickly, 
uh, just another place you get to meet them. We talked about this last week, and then we'll talk about it in a few a few weeks. But some of the parties, some of the events, the uh, the uh, Halloween, not so scary, the Mickey's Christmas. You can meet some more unique characters, and of course, uh, you want to meet uh, Mickey dressed up like Santa and his uh, Halloween outfit. Uh, those are some other times to meet some more unique characters or unique dressed. And uh, you know, the parties have a ton of characters, and definitely go listen to our our episode about the Halloween party and we'll be doing one about the Christmas party too. And, um, meeting villains is kind of fun. The kids never quite know what to do with that. Like, do I hug them? Do I not hug them? Do I kick them? Kick them in the shit. One of those things. It's, you can just see it going through the five-year-old's mind. Like I'm not supposed to like this person, but they're telling me to smile. Um, so they get all confused. Uh, it's kind of fun. And you know, one other thing Disney does at the holiday times is like Easter. You'll have the Easter bunnies out there to mm-hmm. meet and they will have Santa Claus to meet during the whole Santa Claus season and that sort of stuff. No turkeys on Thanksgiving though. You can't just go find a turkey and stand next oh, to Oh, I'm it. sure you can find a turkey leg somewhere though. Size of your head. Yep. <laughs> those turkey legs are ginormous and 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 uh Thanksgiving I'll tell you a story about those when we get a little bit closer to that holiday. But uh yeah, anything else for uh, character meet and greets that we may have missed over the four parks, the resorts, and then maybe later after we both go uh out west or uh yeah, out west, we can talk a little bit more about the character meet and greets like we said, the only place you can do lightning and mater, but there's some unique ones out west as well. There's a lot of unique ones out there like Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That was one of our family favorites out west. Um you know, one thing about character meet and greets, you know, our kids, they went when they were one on up. They're, they're way spoiled, been way more than they should. But our youngest, Claire, when she was one, my wife had all these perfect pictures in her mind. And first time she saw Mickey, I mean, she just lost it, screaming at the top of her lungs, trying to climb out of her high chair away from him. She was just petrified of characters mm-hmm. that whole week. It was, oh, it was a long week. And so before our next trip, when we went the next time, she was three. So before that, I put together a little video that was all pictures of our oldest daughter, Samantha, meeting characters when she was three. Just a three-minute slideshow. It's probably, I don't know if I put it on YouTube or not, but it's just all pictures of Samantha meeting characters. We kept showing it to Claire. Like, look, Claire, you're meeting this princess. Look, Claire, you're... So she had it in her mind that she was okay with no, that's it. So we brainwashed her. Brainwashing, yep. It took some work. but uh, So she was fine, but you never know how kids are going to react. Nope. Even older kids, sometimes they get a little freaked out by meeting characters. Um, Samantha, when she was three, she accidentally knocked over Sally from Little Einsteins in the Disney Junior or Playhouse Disney area at that time. So uh, maybe tell your kids not to hug too emphatically. Even a three-year-old can take down a, a character. That's but a, then they sat on the ground and they had a good little time. That's a, that's a good tip. That's why that you see all those uh, the the cast members with the characters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're 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 more like bodyguards, really. They really are. Our sweet little three-year-old Samantha. She she didn't look like you needed to step in, but that was that was a big hug. She waited all day for for um that character and well the rule i've heard is that a disney character is not allowed to break a hug before the person breaks it and so you'll have the cast member be like all right sally you that's a long enough time because my wife and i ran into that uh, at the studios this last time where someone was just 
they did they were we met sorcerer mickey and they were not ready to leave like that was the highlight of their life and they i think it was 12 minutes meeting oh um, it was a long one it was really uh but you know special by the time we got there you know our kids wanted another our pictures my wife and i smiling with sorcerer mickey and our kids bawling so yep you never know you have to wait in these lines you have no idea uh what's gonna my son fell asleep uh, we're waiting in line for Anna and Elsa, and my son falls asleep, and so he wants to know where his picture with Anna and Elsa are. Yeah. You know, one little public service announcement about meeting characters. Autographs are great and cool. Just have your book open oh, and your pens yep. ready, please. Um, there's nothing worse than waiting 20 minutes behind you, and then we get up there, and then you have to, you know, find the right page that corresponds to where you want that character just have them ready. Mm -hmm. Have them ready. Um, if you're going to have them sign something like a pillowcase, a uh, frame, that's also cool. It makes for a neat souvenir. We got Get your bags, pillowcase yep. out and you have it you have it all ready to go. You got time in line. So have everything ready to go. Um, you can hand your camera to the cast member to take a picture. Um, just uh, have your camera ready. You know, and we will actually like, sometimes we'll be like, well, we want a picture of just Samantha and then. Samantha and Claire, and then all three of them. So if you're organized when you get up to the front of the line, the cast member will work with you to get multiple things because sometimes we'll get like just Samantha with Minnie and then just Claire with Minnie, and then we'll throw all three of them together. That way they have some pictures that are just their own because uh, sometimes you get home and you realize like, oh, we don't have any pictures of that kid on their own and you kind of well, that's, what, that's what happens when you have that second and third kid it's yeah, the first one's got all their if own you just pictures. stop at one you're good you're smarter than I was um, but uh, yeah so be organized on how you're sending kids up there have those autographs books ready yep and actually speaking of autograph books I'm amazed at how much goes into the preparation like they have to memorize that autograph a certain way uh, and then I looked at the book and I was just like wow Ariel's putting the bubbles and other princesses are putting hearts how many times your hand would cramp by the yeah. end of your shift eight-hour shift signing autographs as and it's not your name I mean you have to memorize this other characters uh, handwriting so a lot goes into it I, I think that's what people don't really realize nowadays except you know 20 years ago 10 years ago nowadays a lot goes into these characters I mean they are authentic they sound like them uh, they have the right accent they're trained they're almost like they're not cast members they're actresses and actors playing these Disney characters and because they're trained and they're actors and actresses interact with them have fun oh, ask yeah. them questions you know the the go-to with Donald is like dude wear your pants and then he'll get all flustered and or tell him that he's really number two and he'll come at you with a number one because mm -hmm. you know he's Donald Duck's number one uh, he signs that with the number one even and so um, I know we met Stormtrooper Donald once during Star Wars weekends and my comment was like what the Empire can't afford pants but they can build a Death Star and he just kinda looks down like and then he walked over and got Goofy because it was Darth Goofy and points to no pants. And I don't think Goofy understood what he was going for because Goofy had heart-shaped boxers on with his Darth Vader outfit. But, uh, it, you know, they'll interact. Um, my son, one time we were uh, doing 1900 Park Fair. I think I told the story on a character dining episode. But he, uh, he asked the stepsisters who the better musician was and they argued across the room and that sort of stuff. So... Really interact with them, talk to them, 
Um, the Halloween party particularly is fun to interact because you're in costume. So some characters will actually break character a little bit because they'll know who you are. Like when we were Phineas and Ferb and I was Dr. Doofenshmirtz, like we met Finn and he was like, oh, that is the best Dr. Doofenshmirtz I've seen type of thing. And, and Rapunzel looks at him like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Who is this Dr. Doofenshmirtz trying to, you know, get back character, character a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, does he use a frying pan to attack people? You know, that type of stuff. And so that's yeah. a lot of fun. Well, you, I've heard plenty of stories. In the, and if you ever go into Reddit or any of the BuzzFeed, we'll do some like how Disney cast members have gotten in trouble breaking character or not. And so they're, they're really sticklers. Like, you have to stay in character if you're wearing that costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really do a good job of it. And it's a lot of fun to to liven it up by asking different questions. We try to make our kids be ready with a question before they meet a face character so that the conversation has a starting point. And I think the cast members really appreciate that too because it has to mix up their day just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I love when, I love when uh, my daughter's wearing a dress that's correlating with the princess that she's m- meeting. Uh, and because they always, oh my gosh, you look just like me. And they'll go, where did you, did blah, blah, blah make your dress? And my daughter will just go into it and it's great. So mm-hmm. uh, when you're getting pictures, absolutely get your kids wearing uh, dresses and uh, costumes. Uh, we'll definitely be bringing our Buzz Lightyear costume with us again. Hopefully get a picture of, we didn't this last time, but we'd love to get one with my son as Buzz and meeting Buzz. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was your Buzz Lightyear costume. Oh, I, that's what I need. I, I don't know. We went to uh, the Halloween <laughs> shop today and we were looking at costumes. I don't know what I'm going to be uh, this year for Halloween. Um, so hopefully we have a, a Disney or some sort of thing. And right now Disney owns everything. So even if I went as uh, Marvel, you know, Captain America, yeah. I'm still a Disney character. Still. I'm going to probably go as the guy that yells at people to get off his lawn. Just, you know, kind of as is. Yeah, you don't no. even have to dress up for that. Yeah, I'm already that guy. No, my wife will probably tell me what I will be here in a couple weeks. I think you should go as Doug. Uh, the dog? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure. I'll put on a collar and lick people and yell squirrel. I love it. That would be perfect. We're coming to your house for trick-or-treating for sure. I don't know what a dentist you is. A, You're probably going to get a toothbrush. toothbrush or something oh, like that. No, we haven't been that. home for Halloween. We'll be out trick-or-treating. Our light will be off. That's that's how we are, too. In fact, last year, for I just put a bowl of candy out and left the light, uh, light on for and just please take one. And people did. So we'll have to talk more about that later because we are way over time for today's episode. Um, but is there anything else, any character uh, you want to mention before we sign off? I think we covered it, Darren. I think we did. I think, I think we we'll go, except, you know, by the time this airs, Disney will have changed it up. So please, uh, there's plenty. We can actually send links and stuff to different character meet and greets. They kind of change. So watch the app. Do your research before you go, and you'll have a better understanding of who and where you want to meet. And uh, definitely know that you might be waiting in a long line to meet that certain character. That's the best advice we can give you. We'll warn you now uh, for sure. So I think that's all the time we got for this week's episode of Rope Drop Radio. Please go to Facebook, like us, follow us on Twitter. If you have any travel plans or if you want to meet a certain character and get that correct fast pass, please talk to the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight, affiliated with MEI Travel. Send us a message. We can put you in touch with her. She handles all my fast passes uh, for all my character meet and greets and looking forward to seeing what she can get us for this next trip. 
And, of course, we will be putting plenty of pictures up. And Doug will be putting a picture up of him and Doug this week. So please like that as well. So for Doug, not the dog, McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to another Rope Drop Radio.